Welcome to Better Animal Handling, Chapter 13, Episode 116. From the center of Missouri, USA, I'm C.B. Chastain, your guide to better animal handling, and Abby, my cattle dog and travel navigator co-host. Say hi, Abby. Our goals are to improve your knowledge of why domestic animals from Chihuahuas to Clydesdales act as they do and how to better handle them safely and humanely. Today's episode is on handling camelids to administer medications and transporting small ruminants. Our topics for the week are handling camelids for common medical procedures and transporting small ruminants. Intramuscular injections in camelids are generally given in the triceps muscles of the forelegs or the semitendinosus and semibriminosus muscles of the hind legs. Intramuscular injections should not be given in the neck of camelids regardless of age. Subcutaneous injections are given under the loose skin, low on the chest, just behind the elbow. Oral medication of liquids is the same as with sheep and goats, except straddle restraint is not possible. Restraint is similar to that used for horses and achieved with a halter and lead rope or camelid stocks. Loading chutes for sheep and goats can be side-by-side and should be solid-walled on the outside to prevent seeing handlers and high enough to prevent attempts to jump out. Partitions between the chutes for sheep should be see-through so that they can see other sheep moving forward. There should be narrow divisions in the loading chutes to prevent animals from being able to turn around in the chute. Cleats are needed in floors to eliminate or reduce slipping. As with transporting all livestock, driving of the vehicle should be smooth. Accelerating or stopping suddenly should be avoided. Turning corners should be slow enough for the animals to shift their weight and stay on their feet. Sheep or goats should not be transported alone. They should be transported with at least one favored herdmate. During travel, sheep or goats should be rested every five consecutive hours and offloaded, fed, and watered after 24 hours of travel or more frequently. Title 49 U.S. Code Chapter 805, Section 80502 prohibits 28 hours of continuous travel of livestock. However, sheep may be transported up to 36 hours if travel is completed at night. Dust-free, mold-free bedding over sand or rubber mats should be used to provide foot traction and cushion and to be able to clean soiling. Enough room between the animals should be allowed to permit moving without crashing into each other 
or the sides of the transport vehicle and to lie down if necessary. However, animals should be close enough to brace against each other if needed. If too much room is present, straw bales can be tied down to provide bumpers. Horned or aggressive sheep or goats should be partitioned from others or haltered and tied. The lead rope should be tied with just enough length to allow the animal to get up if they fall or lie down, but not so long that it could easily get entangled. Goats must be transported in completely enclosed containers to prevent escapes. Dog crates can suffice if they're large enough for the goat to stand up and lie down comfortably. Goat-sized livestock crates are available for the bed of pickup trucks. Crate doors should be doubly latched. Unshorn sheep, alpacas, and angora and cashmere goats are especially susceptible to heat stress. They, they need to be provided extra space and ventilation and travel in early morning or late in the day and at night if transported in warm weather. South American camelids can be trained to travel in horse trailers or in the back of station wagons, minivans, or pickup trucks with stock sides. They cush during travel, and because of this, they can occupy a small space during travel. If they have enough room to stand, as if in a horse trailer, and they're tied, they should be tied with enough lead line to be able to cush. Now let's recap the key points to remember from today's episode. Intramuscular injections should not be given in the neck of camelids, only in the front or hind legs. That is, the triceps or semitendinosus, semibriminosus muscles. Small ruminants should not be transported alone, and preferably with a favored herdmate. During transport, small ruminants should be permitted to rest at least every five consecutive hours of travel and offloaded every 24 hours to eat and drink. Abby says it's time to wrap up this episode. More information on animal handling is available in my book, Animal Handling and Physical Restraint, published by CRC Press. It's also available on Amazon and for many other fine book supply sources. Additional information is available at betteranimalhandling.com. Don't forget, serious injury or death can result from handling and restraining some animals. Safe and effective handling and restraint requires experience and continual practice. Acquisition of the needed skills should be in the supervision of an experienced animal handler. Thanks for listening. Abby and I hope you'll come back next week when I talk about domestication and natural behavior of swine. Hey, Abby. Do you have much experience dealing with hogs? Well, I meant other than when you eat dinner with me.